0: Let me tell you a little bit about uh, American financing. Um, Have you taken time to just look at your finances? I have to tell you... Stu and I have been planning something for, what, three days now, getting mm-hmm. together over the weekend? <laughs> and I said, did you tell Nothing. your wife yet? And he's like, no, I, I will. And I'm like, yeah, I, I've been saying that, too. I, I don't think it's going to happen. No progress has been made. And that's why today I texted my wife and said, will you text Tanya? Yeah, because it is. <laughs> it's I, that's it's what I would, mm-hmm. I would have done, too. I would have texted, hey, we have an idea. Would you just check the, with Lisa? Um, there's so many things going on. This is really important. You can save. So much money. If you're paying three or 4% more uh, on your mortgage, you are way overpaying. How about the credit card debt? You want to save hundreds, if not a thousand dollars a month? Please call American Financing at 800 906 2440. 800 906 2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. Do it now. Call them 800 906 uh, 2440. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Okay, we've got a massive uh, program, a great show planned for you. Not today, but coming up. And we have, you know, Jason Whitlock joining us in just a second. I can't wait to talk to him about the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. The days when we really didn't have a lot to talk about not a lot was going on you know the government wasn't really controlling all of our lives they weren't spying on us they weren't threatening to put people in jail that just loved the Constitution Oh, those days don't come back those are the days when people like me had nothing to talk about and we would spend sometimes a week talking about one stupid story and every year you could count on at least a day just talking about the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit uh, Edition. And it was just because you know, we're pigs. Uh, However, it's crazy that we are so busy we can't talk about how history is being changed and that there's a guy in the Swimsuit Edition this time. Uh... Wow. Have things changed? Jason Whitlock from the Jason Whitlock program uh, and uh, in his podcast now from the blaze. He's got a lot to say about this. And we go to him in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck program. By the way, if you missed the first hour on the broadcast, you missed the takedown of uh, Fauci. And uh, how he is absolutely lying to Rand Paul. All of the evidence is there and it's very clear. Um, the press isn't doing their job. We are. Now somebody needs to ask him. Uh, how exactly do you explain all these things, Dr. Fauci? Because he is lying. Make sure you grab our uh, podcast today. If you miss a second, you'll miss a lot. Grab the podcast so you can listen to it at your leisure Anywhere you get your podcast. Patriot Mobile is our sponsor. They stand for a great mobile service that is much more affordable, yet they stay ahead of the competition. And I think they do it uh, because they're just not part of the game. You know, everybody thinks the same when you're in that click and everybody's doing the same thing. And now Big Mobile, they're spending more time trying to make sure that they're woke then provide great service this is where patriot mobile comes in they're on the same cell towers as everybody else um but how is it they can be on those same cell towers and they can offer that service for less money because they're number two they try harder they're breaking out of the box and saying, you don't have to spend all of that money and you don't have to give that money to a bunch of people who are woke, are making sure that everybody who works for them is examining their whiteness. And giving money to things like Planned Parenthood, get out of the system. Remember what I used to say? Those who will survive are spitting themselves out of the system. That's what Patriot Mobile has done. And we need to join them. Patriot Mobile. Stick with a company that actually is sticking with you. Patriotmobile.com/back. Patriotmobile.com/back right now. Two great offers to choose from, either 50% off your first 2 months or $100 off any phone. Both offers come with premier activation. So go to patriotmobile.com/back for all the details or you can call them at 972 Patriot. <music> One of, my, one of my favorite guys uh, is Jason Whitlock, and when I first heard Jason Whitlock, uh, his name, I thought, I'm not going to have anything in common with him. He's a sports guy. He's not a sport. I mean, he is a sports guy, but he's not a sports guy. He is so much deeper than that. He's a culture guy and a really good man who admits his faults and is trying to be a better man. Is there anything better than that? Isn't that what we all should be doing? Working every day to be better than we were yesterday? He is the now Blaze TV host of Fearless. And uh, he is on with us now. Hello, Jason. How are you, sir? How are you, Glenn? I'm good, man. How are things in our, uh, in our Nashville uh, studios
1: they're going well. We're working hard and producing a lot of content and yeah. trying to be an asset.
0: Yeah. Well, the you. Place. Yeah. Well, you are the, the the show is the show is great. It's really great. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on the swimsuit issue because you were saying this is another historic moment in the rewriting of American history. So tell me about it.
1: Well, look, the left is obsessed with being on the right side of history. And so they keep writing about all these historic moments. And allegedly, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue, which features two black women and a transgender black woman uh, on the cover, this is now history. And it's a history-making deal. Three black women or two black women and a transgender woman on the cover of Sport Illustrated and what they're doing is telling you the history they plan to write in the future. And so in the future they plan to write a history that defines Christian values as evil and they, the left, the left wing media, they were ahead of the curve and we embraced uh, the whole transgender movement and, and men that feel like women and go through this surgery and now we consider them women and, and and men can have babies and all of this stuff. They plan to write all this in the future and they're and they're squashing dissent very cleverly by writing this history-making events all in a racial narrative so that anybody that criticizes it if they're white you're a racist if you're black you're a sellout and an uncle tom it's very clever what they're doing how they're attacking christian values wrapping it in black packaging to silence us from saying like hey man this is wrong you, you you you're putting a biological man who more power to him, has had surgery, and is, is now a woman, but...
0: No, we, it, no, 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 no. He's not a woman. Biologically, scientifically, not a woman. He's totally calling him as, He's calling himself <laughs> a woman, and out of, out of deference to him and, you know, whatever, we can call him a woman, but he is not a woman.
1: Totally agree. Yeah. And they want us afraid to say what you just said. Correct because oh my god glenn beck is racist
0: no i first of all i don't know i think i would be try i think i would be uh biphobic or or what is the uh, transphobic transphobic Uh, yeah um i just i just think that we need to be very careful especially those of us who are in in some sort of a leadership role and i say that almost uh, barely being able to keep a straight face um those of us who are in the media. We have to be very, very clear if I'm if I'm with that person in um, you know, a private situation or at a party or whatever, um, I will refer to her as she if that's what makes her feel better. But if something happens at the party and she has to be going to the hospital, I am going to tell the hospital she's a guy. Because biologically, that may make a difference to, You know, on, on what is happening and how they treat her actually him. I just think we need to be um, compassionate and and also accurate. And we need to be more accurate in the media um, so people understand we can be compassionate, but also scientifically correct.
1: I totally agree with you. I think the left believes, though, people are less fearful of being called transphobic because the facts are so clearly on your side, regardless of what they say. That's a man born a biological man. Yes, they have gender dysphoria and confusion and identity, but that is a man. And so I think they feel like, well, Glenn Beck, he can argue factually, hey, I'm not transphobic, I'm just stating facts, the, they weaponize it, and that's why Sports Illustrated intentionally, because the goal is to push the transgender, There, there's all these different gender identities, and and so they intentionally chose a black transgender to package this as some black history-making event, because... The accusation of racism is very subjective in the public space, and anybody can argue anybody's racist. And there's there are no facts. There's no people could care less, and so that's the ultimate weapon that they're trying to silence all of us. Glenn Beck. Jason, Whitlock, Jason Whitlock's a sellout. He doesn't understand. He's not on the side, the right side of history on this historic black issue of blah blah blah. Glenn Beck, you know, of course he's conservative and he believes in God, and that makes him racist. And Christianity is racist, and it justified slavery. And and I mean, all factually wrong, but they seem to have won this argument over Twitter and social media. Uh, and it's just frustrating. So I just see what Sports Illustrated has done, and a lot of legacy media. They're just very clever and calculated. I,
0: I have and, to. And, I have to tell you though, you know, and, and I and I would like you to explain this because I think I understand what you're saying, and I think we're saying the same thing, but um, uh, but it sh- sh- we should make it clear they you've said a couple of times they believe they're on the right side of history and this is why they're doing it they're changing their they're writing history for tomorrow today yeah. um and you know i i actually am glad that they're putting all of this down on paper um as somebody who is compiling a museum we have i mean i have a an entire i could fill the vault just with the papers that I have on eugenics, the papers that I have on dismantling America and how wrong they are. They, the people who were for fascism here in America or for communism, they were shamed by 1950 because it was shown to be a deadly, deadly killer. Um, But fascism wasn't a dirty word. Eugenics, not a dirty word until you saw what happened at the end. When this society falls apart and when it when it completely breaks down and we have to start all over again, these people will be on the record of being on the wrong side. And uh, I'm actually glad that they are they are clear on what they believe is is right and normal and natural, because it's okay, not.
1: Glenn, I think you're accurate. I think what they're arguing to their camp is, we're going to win. Look at this massive lead we have. Oh, we yeah. just put Joe Biden, a corpse, in office in the White House. Yeah, We got a massive lead. Glenn Beck, Jason Whitlock. They're so far behind us. We're winning this culture war. And as we all know, winners write history. Yes. And so they see themselves as the winners. They're going to write the history that Glenn Beck, Jason, were like they were wrong about the transgender issue. They're wrong about everything else. Uh, America doesn't need Christian values. America needs marxism communism equity and all these other things and and i'm telling they believe your grandchildren and great-grandchildren will be reading their book of history i and you will be the bad guy
0: correct and i and i believe there is a chance of that uh, because i don't know how long it's going to take to reset back to common sense and and eternal truths. But I want to ask you what they specifically think we're wrong about when it comes to transgender. I'd I'd like to hear your opinion on, on where we're wrong because I think we're with most Americans when they actually, not when we're spun, but when we it's exposed on what we actually believe. Uh, I don't think we're off base with the vast majority of Americans we'll back with Jason Whitlock in just a second Don lives in California she wrote in about her experience with relief factor she said I had horrible pain and swelling in my hand I couldn't find anything that gave any kind of relief I couldn't sleep I couldn't cook I couldn't take care of the house I couldn't do anything she said I was a hairstylist for 25 years and I had pain in my feet and my back but relief factor took all of my aches and pains away from me inside of a month and the longer I take Relief Factor, the better I feel. I just don't want to live without it. Thank you, Relief Factor, so much. Don, it makes me so happy to hear that you are out of pain and you have your life back. It happens, and it's, it's really strange. If you feel that you are getting relief in the first three weeks it's true what don said the longer you take it the better you feel if you don't have any results in the first three weeks you're most likely not going to get any relief from relief factor and about 30 percent of the people who try it they don't go on to order anymore because they don't find the relief but 70 percent do so please call relief factor now the number is 800-583-84 800 dot 84 it's relieffactor.com 10 second station id So, Jason, I I want to I want to state where I stand on transgender and you tell me where the horror story is. Um, I believe in science and I believe that there is a biological, scientific, chemical uh, difference between a man and a woman and you can have all the kind of surgeries that you want and you can make it look like you're a man or a woman, but that doesn't make you a man or a woman. I also believe in compassion. The people who like Bruce Jenner, who suffered his entire life feeling trapped and that he was not himself. And it was, I can't even imagine how horrible that life must have been. And so I have compassion. And if he wants to make that choice with his body, he has the right to make that choice. And as a compassionate person, I will call him Caitlin unless we're in a hospital. Um, You know, there is there is absolutely no problem. The, The last problem that I do have is um what 's happening to girls and children? The medical industry is so afraid of saying anything that it is likely that your daughter can go in to now one of the three hundred centers where they will give you um, you know medicine. On the first visit, you go in, you're a 15-year-old girl, and you say, I think I'm in my or the wrong body. They will prescribe hormones, and they will not send you, first, let's get a psych evaluation. Let's talk this through. Let's explore all other options. They will immediately start drugs. And no one, no one under 18 should be able to make this decision. When you're 20, 25, whatever, I'm fine. Because you're an adult, but not a kid. Because it's irreversible. How's so, that a horror show?
1: Well, I'm going to answer it a little different way, Glenn. I, I'm going to say this other side that's arguing the other side of your argument, yeah. the left. Their mantra is, trust the science. <laughs> and what they're actually saying, what that actually means, and I, take, give me a second to explain this trust Satan do as thou wilt is the driving philosophy of the left. It's a satanic philosophy. It's a, it's a philosophy that puts man at the top of the food chain. And so when they're saying trust science, trust man, we got it all figured out. There's no higher power. There's no God. There's no Jesus that Jesus, God are not at the top of the food chain. For the left, science is, man is, do as thou wilt is. And so if you feel like a woman, there's a, go ahead, do it. And it's the equivalent of, as I was listening to your explanation, it's like, I have Kate, Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, feels like a woman, and he just wants to go with that, as if Jason Whitlock has no struggle. Jason Whitlock feels like eating fast food, Six times a day. Mm -hmm. Should I just do it? Do as I will. It will kill me. There are negative side effects. The principles we're taught in the Bible are a guide to a purpose-filled, fulfilling life, a a life filled Mm -hmm. with joy and happiness. We just can't give in to everything that we feel.
0: And that's
1: what the left and trust the science and trust man and do as thou will, that's what they're telling us. It's a satanic philosophy that leads exactly where you're saying this chaos we have with kids now and kids looking at the Sports Illustrated cover and people that can't tell, the, can't say when they want to go to bed and when they want to eat breakfast, they're empowered to choose their gender at five, six, seven years old. Their brains aren't, at that level where they can be making these kind of choices, no. we don't even let them pick their food. But they can pick <laughs> their gender. It's a satanic philosophy that creates the kind of chaos, confusion, divisiveness that we have across this country. The, 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 the debauchery that we celebrate. The, the, the degeneracy that we celebrate. It's, it's satanic.
0: I have to tell you, uh, Jason, it's an honor to work with you. It really is. You are a very accomplished man, um, a great broadcaster, and a good, decent, honorable man as well. Say hi to Uncle Jimmy for me. If you have not seen Fearless yet, you need to. Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, and you'll save, uh, I think it's 10% when you sign up. Make sure you catch Jason Whitlock. I have a feeling today it's going to be a great show. Fearless. You can also find it on YouTube.com. Fearless with Jason Whitlock. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Ten seconds. Uh, station ID uh, in just a second. First, let me tell you about um, we have Rectech. I've been telling you about Rectech now for about a year and it, they are, it is a game changer. It is a game changer. I've gone from burning almost everything that I make out on a grill to, I mean, meat that will fall off the bones, ribs that will fall off the bones, the perfect steaks. They're not burnt anymore. It's really, really great. Um, one of the things that I really like is standing out in the heat in Texas in the summer by a grill is a death sentence it is it's really it's a punishment boy you didn't clean up your room go out there and you grill some meat because it you don't want to do it but this has an app that you have on your phone it gives you all of the information you need it's a smart technology it's fantastic and right now this week only you can save 10 percent off site-wide just dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say RecTech. 10% off site-wide, dial, pound 250, say Rectech. All right, blazetv.com
2: slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You can not only get Glenn TV, Stu does America, and also Fearless with Jason Whitlock.
0: Welcome to the Glenn Beck program tonight on our Wednesday night special. Tonight is a chance to really educate yourself on what's really going on and the the roots behind it. We've heard about critical race theory, and for good reason. It's racist. It is a racist ideology purposely designed to corrupt our children and undermine The the values of the West and in particular American values and those values are hard work, uh, you know, pull yourself up, um, you know, don't be a racist. The real values that got us where we are and made us a people uh, that could forgive and move on well uh the results that we are seeing right now this has been decades in the making and it's not something the mainstream media the democratic party or even the teachers unions want you to know they're doing everything in their power to try to convince you that it is no big deal so they can remain in the dark it is a very big deal and to overcome this we need to educate ourselves we need to understand what fuels it and And that's what I'm going to do tonight on television at nine o'clock. I'm going to expose the deep seated Marxist origins that have fueled this devastating cultural tragedy. More importantly, I'm going to show you how you can take these dark practices and make them right. Uh, I'm going to try to squeeze something in hopefully today about what our plan should be moving forward. Um, It is time to act, time to act and we no longer have a choice. If you're sitting on the sidelines, you are part of the problem. There is a, a book out that I'd like you to pick up and read. I think it's uh, really important. It is called An Inconvenient Minority. And uh, it goes into uh, one of the real problems, Asians, Asians being uh, deemed sellout. Uh, and their success being swept under the rug. I mean, this is a group of people that were uh, not welcome by a lot of people in the 1800s. They built the railways and, you know, no Chinese, all kinds of slams in jail, uh, banned. They've, 1940, all the Japanese were rounded up and put into concentration camps. I mean, it couldn't have been worse in the 20th century. And yet they are succeeding. Why? It's a cultural difference. And they are doing exactly what uh, blacks were doing for the first, what, 50 years until Booker T. Washington died. The Asian story is the black American story. They took their freedom and they said, nothing's going to stop us. Then the progressives got in And they at the time wanted to to dismantle the uh, the the black family and black success. And that's where we are today. They've done it successfully. And now they're trying to convince everybody else that uh, the Asian minority is somehow or another a slave to these white ideas of of merit and hard work. Kenny Hsu is the author of that book, An Inconvenient Minority, and he's joining us now. Hi, Kenny. How are you? Hey, Glenn. I'm
2: well. Thanks so much for
0: having me. Sure. Where do I have this, where do I have this wrong?
2: <laughs> uh, I don't think you have it wrong. Um, although I would say, you know, right now it's interesting, the critical race ideology, um, what, it, what it tackles, uh, it's funny because you said Asians were discriminated you know, by America, which is true, but now critical race theory wants to discriminate against Asians in the other direction. Correct. Now too, you know, because if you're going to create a racial admissions process or a racial hiring process as critical race theorists want to do, they want to remove color blindness and they want to make it about race. Asians are going to be the ones that are going to be penalized along with whites um, Harvard already bases their admissions process off of critical race theory, and guess what um, Black Americans are given advantages over Latinos over whites over Asians. Asians are actually the most discriminated against in Harvard admissions because their racial ideology presupposes that Asians are a so called privileged group and that 's what my book, an Inconvenient Minority, is telling that story so
0: is it is this about um is this about anything other than Destroying um, Destroying uh, Meritocracy Destroying Our Our culture And our society And people I mean I don't want to go to a doctor Who got into Class Or got uh, Grades uh, Because They were Of a different skin color Or they had I want the best doctor And I don't care What they look like You know what I mean Uh, This is not about Helping this is really about destroying people and our culture entirely. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's also, about, it's also about what critical race theory tries to also address, though, is the failure of liberalism over the past 50 years. Because we thought, as you know, as your listeners know, the great society, Lyndon B. Johnson, thought the combination of welfare and affirmative action would lead to the, these great strides in, in black excellence um in america today but critical race theorists are frustrated that there's still racial gaps you know in education and household income and wealth uh and they've gotten to the point where they're saying okay you know what forget all of those old welfare programs we just need to force black people and hispanic people into these uh into um into admissions into colleges and into jobs for the sake of equity so i think it's also a reaction to the failure Of liberalism of the 60s
0: because they are i think um it fails because everything they do dismantles what um is responsible for kids doing well and that is a uh a healthy strong family um that understands the idea of you gotta work for it you gotta work for it what mm-hmm. what's happening with um the asian community and you know I'm white so what do I know but uh <laughs> the, the the what's happening with the asian community has nothing to do with asians being you know innately smarter or anything else it's cultural it's cultural mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
2: and yeah and this is why you know you this is why this book could shed could shed some light on the situation in inconvenient minority because you know, why is it um, that Asians, even though they were a race that was discriminated against and still faces discrimination today by the Ivy Leagues, are still able to succeed in this country? It's not it has nothing to do with race. It has everything to do with culture. You know, Asians study twice as many hours as the average American. They have more stable two-parent family structures um, they have lower rates of crime, lower rates of drug use. And this is applicable to any race. If black Americans had the same out of wedlock rate, birth rate as Asians, if black Americans had the you know, same drug use rate and, and those kinds of things, I wouldn't say the problems of the black community would disappear entirely, but it would go a long way mm-hmm. towards toward solving them. And it not would
0: be policy. And that's any color. That's any color. It's just not just it's just not just uh, uh, blacks. I mean, honestly, I, I wish my family, I wish I had more of the Asian cultural work ethic um, because I think my family would be stronger for it.
2: Kenny, isn't that the reason, isn't that the direction of the left right now, though, which is to say the problem, sure, maybe hard work does lead to better outcomes. Maybe, you know, showing up on time and all these basic Being polite is another one that is often cited Uh, as good things in American culture. They are now saying that, well, sure, that might help, but that's the problem. We need to stop looking at things like hard work as positive because that's white supremacy in action. Right, right. And now, you know, critical race theorists are what they want to do in the destruction of meritocracy. They want to associate all of these values of so-called hard work, so-called um you know working hard and getting a good education and 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 those kinds of things as associated with whiteness which uh is associated with white supremacy uh, which is the most racist thing you could possibly <laughs> right. say really right um and uh and you know and the fact that uh that minorities are able to actually accomplish this and do well really inconveniences their narrative
0: so let me ask you uh ken cuz i've i've thought about this uh, a lot, and I and I've I've tried to swear off, you know, calling things evil because that implies something, you know, really dark and sinister. Um, you know, mm-hmm. people are generally wrong, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But as I look at critical race theory and I see what it is doing, and I see that it's not based on anything other than the the goal of destruction. I think it is evil. Can you find anything in critical race or have you ever heard anybody where they are making a a decent case that is wrong, but is that they actually believe that this is going to make things better without destroying everything first?
2: Well, this is this is the strategy. You know, here's here's the thing. Even though critical race theorists say everything is so you know want to go against white people and white supremacy, the funny thing about critical race theorists is that the way they propagate their theory is through these so-called white elite institutions. you know they they mm-hmm. they're not going through the grassroots they're going through Harvard University for goodness sake. that's where they invented critical race theory it's the right. so it's the white progressive elite that is that is funding and supporting. Uh, and intellectualizing, you know, this 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 racialization of everything and all of our structures and our laws.
0: So, what what needs to be done? Uh, how do we wake people up? I mean, I I look at everything that is going on. You know, the defunding of the police, and I think when when are when are the African com- American communities going to see? Who is sowing the seeds of their destruction? Because they are the ones that are hurting the most from all of these policies. It, mm-hmm. Are we making uh, an inroad on any of this? Well, we have to
2: start with race blindness. That's what we have to start. You know, I am president mm. of, Col- of Color Us United, colorusunited.org, where we advocate for a race-blind America. And, you know, if you're a listener and – you want to speak out, but you're, you know, you're employers, retribution and everything like that. We totally understand. Let us be your voice. Sign up for our organization at colorusunited.org. And, and we need to, we need to directly take on these institutions that are propagating this head on and show how race blind alternatives are always better because it's not about race. You know, your success has much less to do with your race than it does have to do with your hard work and your values and your individual expertise. That's what we need to pro- promote in American society today, and that is a winning message with all colors.
0: So tell me, because I'm on the website now, tell me what, yeah. w- how this helps. I go to the website, and how does this help me?
2: Yeah, well, if you sign up, coloristunited.org, um, and add your name to the petition's, um, that we're putting apart. One of our big petitions right now is we're petitioning the Salvation Army, and the Salvation Army is is um, is, is asking their members to uh, to to repent for their racism, oh. uh, even though they're not racist. You know, and this is something that we know how to strategically tackle. You know, I tackled Harvard University's discrimination, and I'm going up to the Salvation Army, and we we're scheduling. Um, and and we're pushing through and showing the leadership, because a lot of these leaders are well-intentioned, but we're showing the leadership this kind of thinking is only going to take your organization down, down a hole. And we're going to organize thousands and thousands of employees and volunteers to to join us. So you can join us there as well.
0: Well, count me in. Um, the uh, website is ColorUsUnited.org. ColorUsUnited.org. The name of the book, that is another critical book uh, for understanding everything, is an inconvenient minority. Uh, and we've been talking to Kenny Shu. Thank you so much, Kenny. I appreciate it. God bless.:
2: God bless Glenn. You bet.:
0: So, I love sitting down to watch a movie or a TV show with my family. and uh, it just doesn't happen anymore, because you can't watch anything with your family. Uh, Because there's no there's nobody's making family programming anymore. Um, And VidAngel can make it for you. And let me explain. VidAngel is uh, something that you can sign up for. um, And, you know, it's just a subscription once a month. And it works on Amazon. It works on uh, Netflix. So you can watch all the movies. But then you decide What kind of things you want to see and are acceptable so you can say I don't want any swearing at all and it will skip past all of that. If you're watching it with your your kids, I don't want to see any graphic violence and you decide the level of that. I don't want to see any steamy stuff and you decide the level of that and then it automatically goes through the twenty five hundred movies or eleven thousand TV episodes and new ones being uh, new ones being added every single day. Uh, and you set the rules, so you're not you're not advocating. I right, we need better TV. We need to have somebody else censor. No, 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 no. You customize all the shows that you already love and you want to watch. You customize it to where you are. And right now they're using a, a special. Uh, you can try VidAngel for a month for a buck, one dollar. Just try it. You they know you're going to sign up because you're going to love it. New episodes added every week. New movies added every week. Now only a dollar. Trust me, VidAngel will make your shows better. VidAngelBeck.com. That's VidAngelBeck.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, we need somebody to flag the misinformation that is coming from the mainstream media when it comes to what is in the Texas Senate bill. They're now saying, uh, this is, uh, so we we don't have to teach about Martin Luther King or uh, it's all this nonsense. It's not true. We're going right to the horse's mouth. We're gonna to talk to one of the Texas state senators who's behind this uh, Texas Senate bill three. Set the record straight, yeah. Who's providing misinformation, and who's providing accurate truth? Hmm.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.